Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 51 of the Tiny Disc Podcast, a show about games and life. I am Robert Scarpinito, and I'm joined here by the beautiful Jack Cepeda. Bong bong, internet people. I am high on life. I'm high on the natural taste of this spongy, cheesy Japanese cake. And man, I'm on a sugar rush, guys. What's up? Well, looks like we know who's going to be hyper this show. And we also have the incredibly lovable Colin Sparling. Hello, everybody. I hope you and yours are doing well. Welcome to the live stream part two electric boogaloo. Let's get this thing started. Part two. Part two. Part two. No, it's it's more so I just wanted the excuse to say electric boogaloo because it's just a really fun word. No, I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. So to start today's show, guys, I wanted to ask you about something because this week, or at least in the past week, I've suffered a gamer problem that's as old as gaming itself. Tennis elbow? Cheeto dust? (laughs) Getting warmer. Any other guesses? Uh, uh, A crushing sense of depression? (laughs) Ding, 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 (laughs) ding. How about you've been playing for so long you didn't realize your TV was actually sideways the whole time? You ever get that? Anyone else? Were you playing Ikaruga or some shit? What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Close. No, I I think the the problem that I've been having is gamer anxiety. Because I've been running into that problem where, like, my backlog is just so insurmountable to me that I'm just like, there's so many things that I want to play and Mm. so many and so many things I'd like to get through. So many bucket list games that, like, I just and here I am playing Kingdom Hearts 2 for like the third time. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, dude. Get a life. I'm sitting here playing Kingdom Hearts 2 for like the third time and I've been playing Skyrim VR and among other things. Okay, so and so what you decided to do to alleviate your <laughs> backlog is play two of the longest fucking games known to mankind. And replay I know, them. Because I, I just kind of like, I hate my gamer self so much. <laughs> and Why I'm and like playing them too, dude, which is like making me even more triggered at these events. I, I know, but like, okay, to be fair, like Skyrim VR is awesome all right i mean it's in vr and and yeah i don't i don't it's like a half of a replay because he's playing it in vr for the first time yeah and Um. i mean and i actually like i'm really getting the hang of it and let me tell you shooting a bow and arrow in vr is a lot of fun and plus the kh2 i'm playing is the ps4 version and i'm playing on critical for the first time so but anyway like so i just sat there and i was just like man i am just like so dissatisfied from where I at, where I'm at, like gaming wise, there's just so many games that I want to get to. So many tentpole games, like you know those books that like come out of like a hundred or a thousand games that you should play before you die. I have not played a lot of those games. You know, I thought those books died out ever since like the internet <laughs> turned ten years well, old. That's true. Like, I mean, those are the books that you'd see at your fucking what your scholastic book fair when you were in elementary school or whatever the hell. Yeah. Um, but. I just like, you know, it's like there's so many games that, you know, I always hear about that I read about that I watch videos about that I have just never played. So the the system that I'm trying to implement it right now is I came up with this idea to like, OK, so what if I did a thing where like I alternated every week? One week I'll try and play like a more retro game, something that like I've been trying to get to. That's that's more of like an old school kind of deal. Maybe like Final Fantasy four, Final Fantasy six or something like an old school RPG oh, or something like that. Six, please. Yes. OK, yeah. I'm with you. 
and then and then another week I'll I'll play something more modern like on my PS4 or what have you. I mean, not I didn't, I'm talking about like a game that I'm maining right now, like a long form game, like an RPG or something like that. Not counting the games I play passively on the side, like a Rocket League or an Everybody's Golf or something like that. Right. Okay. But basically, what I wanted to post to the table was like, how do you guys go about tackling your backlog? Do you have any sort of system? Do you have? Do you just play what you feel? How do you go about it? Well, I I usually keep up with current releases, you know, so. I tend to just kind of start playing whatever game is new that catches my interest. Um, so, like for example, when Vampire come out, I played that, and I'll talk about that later on the show. Um, and that's kind of Vampire what Vampire come out. Yeah, and so that's that's what I've kind of been maining. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I guess I just kind of play one game a lot until I'm sick of it, or like I beat it, and then we'll see how satisfied I am with the ending. And then you, so you mainline one game, so you're not playing a lot of a bunch of games, or a little bit of a bunch of games, you're playing a lot of one game at a time. Yeah. yeah. So you move on to the next one? Right. Hmm. What about you, Jack? Oh, man. I wish I had a system like that. I'm just so scattershot with everything. It's just kind of like... I'm. And, a, I, dude, and, I've been the same way. I've always been that way. And the thing about it is, as well as that, I'm paralyzed by choice at this point, right? The backlog is so vast so depressingly deep <laughs> it's i mean true. we're talking like in my case we're going back decades literally decades of games and oh i want to get to that one day i want to play remember me still yeah. no, you I mean, you know, no no you and, don't no and, i do no you I don't do. i do and it's i want to play that, I mean, it's not a it's not a it's not a bad game it's just it's, not great it's not a I bad play game Mac- it's not at the top okay. of your list though that's not what i wanted to talk about <laughs> i'm, just, I'm <laughs> but, just saying but i okay for instance to uh to stroke your uh stroke your stuff uh robert I, Mega Man x2 there you go. Right? Like, I, I that's something I haven't played yet that I want to. Mega Man Legends. Mega Man Legends 2. Uh, to- Toblerone. Or what's it called? Toblerone. Tronbon. I, Tronbon. Did you say Toblerone? I, I still Toblerone. want to play Toblerone. <laughs> it's in my backlog. I love to play Toblerone the game. When you climb I, just, like, mountains of triangular chocolate, you have I to still, yodel the whole time. I still have that 2002 bar of Toblerone sitting in my closet. I can't wait to get to it. Ooh. Happy peanut soul over chocolate covered mountaintops and waterfalls of caramel. There was a Reddit post where a guy went to the actual mountain and like he held like in perspective the Toblerone mm. up t- the package up to complete the images. It was cool. Made me smile anyway. So anyways, I don't have a system. I'm just so scattershot. Whenever I have any free time, usually, sadly, it's just sitting there watching internet videos. Like I don't even like because it's just passive enough, right? Like I just don't even have the energy anymore as an old gray man to... uh to to play uh games i'm still behind on god of war unashamedly so but uh i i don't know man so it's a depressing answer to your question but i wish all i'm doing is i'm just waiting i'm screaming towards early retirement where i can actually sit down and catch up with the games from the 80s no i you know i i feel i feel you there though i've definitely gotten to points where like it say i've been working all day or whatever and i come home it's like okay like i'd really like to make some progress in kingdom hearts or whatever the hell i'm playing that day and I just come home and then next thing you know, it's like 10 or 11 o'clock. It's my bedtime and it's like, fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I could have been playing games those past few hours instead. I sat there and watched a podcast about games or some video about games. I'm sure. Right. Knowing me and, and there and there it goes. See, um, th- that's the reason I try to mainline one game only, though, is that because, yeah. you know, that's the only way it'll get done. Well, yeah, not only, I mean, that's it takes a lot of discipline for me. Well, not only that, that, but also like you guys ever fall into that that trouble where like you've got your fingers in like 20 different 
pies and you kind of forget that's me all the time yeah but then you start forgetting like okay wait where were these guys in the story and then what's happening in this game and also how do you yeah. play this other game you know like I actually oh, st- yeah yeah, I, yeah like what's the yeah what's the combo mechanic in this game right and and, and what's the tech tree in this game exactly and that's the problem i have completely so i'm i'm so neck deep in that issue whereas i want to pick up uh earthbound again on the wii u i got for the virtual console there and i'm like i don't know 25 hours in so like way too far in to like you know start from the beginning but then also so deep in that i'm gonna have to reteach myself how to play the game but it's like definitely on the list of things to do this summer um but just taking that leap and and actually getting it did i no, i i feel you and and i'm I'm actually gonna i'm gonna pose a viewpoint on the table and and this is a controversial one oh Okay, we will but, kick you out if it's too controversial, so get ready. <laughs> no, The Last of Us is a bad game. No, I'm kidding. Um, so I don't... I'm a believer that you don't need to beat a game to experience... Like, to consider, like, yourself done with the game. Like, as long as you play a game, right, and you experience enough of it to be like, okay, I get it. Like, I don't... I feel like I can move on to something else. And like, mm. just like, I know I experienced this game and like I experienced its gameplay and things like that. And I got my fill for the time. Like, maybe I'll come back to it later, but I feel comfortable enough to like move on to something else. Yeah, I hate that. I mean, because growing up with quote unquote games journalism, right? You're like, oh, well, you can't even have an opinion about a game until you review it totally. But I just don't think that's really necessarily true anymore. No, it's definitely not. I mean, getting a review it out de- on a hundred hour plus game is kind of ridiculous. It depends though on the type of game. If it's exactly. like, you know, yeah. like Faye or something right. like that, some, or like two brothers, you should be able to beat that in a couple sittings, right? Whereas right. if it's a game like World of Warcraft, for instance, or even Diablo, like you, that's an ongoing process. Well, I think, right, and also you're just repetitively doing the same game loop over and over. It's not like a narrative-driven game where that has the possibility of shifting. Well, or I think like that. part of it too is if the game tells a good story, right? Like, yeah, I think of like if you play a game like Metal Gear Solid Three or like Near Automata and you don't beat it, I don't trust your opinion of that game at all i think it's a flawed opinion because i mean i haven't beaten near yet but i we have similar takeaways but i still think it's a flawed opinion because you don't know what happens at the end and to me that's a game where i think it's necessary to experience the ending of the story to truly understand the holistic package that near automata brings to the table Maybe that's hmm. maybe that's so, but it still isn't. I don't think a prerequisite to saying whether or not it's an enjoyable game. True, but I I still think that you wouldn't be able to speak as much about the game as someone who has beaten it. And no. That's something I take I, into account as well. I agree with that, but I would never hmm. represent my incomplete opinion either as anything but that. Right, right. I would always right. say, look, I've only played this much, but what I've played is badass. You know, fucking Bayonetta is awesome. Bayonetta yeah. two. I haven't I haven't beat that game either yet, but I know that game's awesome. Right. Whereas a and game I would, like, I would recommend it to people. Yeah. Whereas a game like I don't know, like CS:GO, right, or like League of Legends, like I, I'd expect you to have at least a couple hours under your belt if you're trying to present yourself as having an informed opinion. But like, I mean, it's sure. not like those are games that you know. There's no ending. I mean, I guess right. if you get to like the highest rank, you've finally done it. Good for you. But also like. Where your two thousand hours of your life go? <laughs> right, right, right. And also, well, also keep in mind though, this is video games, meaning that no matter how well informed or uh, or well uh, researched your opinion is, it's the internet, and there's going to be a million people then day that disagree with anything you say. No matter what you do, you can't make everybody happy. Let's just burn it all the ground, everybody. Video games. Or, let's just yeah. get out of games. 
Yeah, in the case of 4chan, you can't make anyone happy because everyone thinks no. everything is shit on there. And also, um, don't forget, video games are stupid in general as well. They're they're yeah, stupid, kind of pointless, and dumb. You know, actually, yeah, they're dumb. They're totally not art. You know, I I, <laughs> I was listening to this podcast the other day with Dave Bautista on it. You know, he plays like Drax on um, yep. Guardians, and he was in WWE for a long time. And he right. talked about how he like grew up in the ghetto, and like as a kid, he'd steal a lot of stuff. And he said like, and I quote, and he used to steal like stupid shit, like video games. And I, I like had a had a like reaction of like, sir, you don't call that shit stupid. Wow. If you stole someone's NES with Super Mario on it, I will gut you. Oh my god! Oh, so yeah. okay, actually, I have a I have a very quick story. So like one of the YouTubers I watched, uh, one of like one of the big things in his YouTube channels, he talks about gaming stories from when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And a condensed version of that story was like, so he had a friend, right, that had just like, uh, he was kind of like a pretty privileged kid. Like his parents had a bit of money and kid was kind of a dick, but he had a lot of Nintendo games, right? So that's what matters. Him him and this YouTuber I watch are like good friends, uh, happy console gamers who I'm talking about. And him and this kid are good friends. And so this kid lets Johnny like borrow a bunch of his Nintendo games, right? And a bunch yeah just like a good like he's like he's like holy shit man like you're letting me borrow all these and he's like yeah yeah go for it i don't like how this story's going oh Um, i'm getting the and so so what happens is Uh. so johnny you know he played through the game having a good time whatever like i think a couple weeks goes by and then he comes from home from like school or his job or something and the games are gone (gasps) of course the games are fucking gone. Like, like he walked in his house because he lived in like a small town uh, near like Vancouver or something like that. That was just like the type of place where you could like leave your door unlocked and everyone knew everyone Van- sort of thing. Vancouver, and- Canada or Vancouver, Washington? The second <laughs> time this question's coming up in as many hours. Canada. Anyway. Um, and so like whatever so like uh, so what happened was well johnny goes to the kid and he's like dude i'm so fucking sorry like i i don't know what happened like i, I I'll, I'll like find a way to pay you back and like i'll give you all the money back and so he, he damn near pays him back for every single one of those games he lost wow only to find out that this guy that he borrowed the games from walked into his house when he wasn't home took the games back himself and let him another friend borrow the games the and didn't tell and him then, and then didn't tell him made him pay him for the games took the mo- what a shit. is this a true story this is a true 100 percent true story that is, is this bullshit is this how angry centaur gamer was born <laughs> this is some bullshit of ACG. the highest order this is like yeah, a video game crime like man. i was like dude that that's some shit that like I could have seen like someone when I was younger, like Poland or something on me. Like that was some shit, dude. That's like yeah. extortion in a way. Like I thought yeah, the th- story was going to lead to like, and then he stole the games, but like, nah, that's Damn, worse. he stole them. No, he, he was a G. He stole them no, back. And f- his fucking the friend money. stole his games back and got and hustled him for money. Yeah, that's wow. it, dude. It's such a shitty thing. Like Moral of the story, lock your fucking doors in Vancouver, Canada, motherfuckers. Lock dude, your games, lock your wife. Don't fuck around. Yeah, the moral of the story, like, don't let your fucking, your also, don't, your let, wife. don't let your, your friends, games. like, don't let anyone borrow your games, like, uh, at least, you know what I mean, like. Uh, unless it's someone like you just you you know for a fact that you can keep track of your shit and you're like you're in constant contact with them don't let people borrow your games dude i uh, so i will say like the the two people that have ever let borrow, borrow games in my entire life one of them was dragon ball raging blast i got it back from my friend and the case was completely ripped to shreds uh-huh. I'm, I'm like uh-huh. dude what the fuck and he's like 
oh well like i don't know just like i found it that way i'm like dude bullshit (laughs) get out of here like get out of here yeah i don't understand how that my brain is not wired that way to like just (laughs) abuse and use all your video game shit and like open it up like it's some yogurt package or some shit Same. you know what i mean like i don't right. understand package, that yeah like let's go through the box and th- tear through the manual to get the game out <laughs> rip the mic- microchips out shove it in the nintendo that's how it yeah, works like the, the plastic what? on the box was like completely torn it's like if someone raged quit and just like decided to rip yeah. open the box and uh, so another thing too is when i back in the 360 days i had uh the bioshock oblivion double pack on 360 i'll never forget mm. it mm. My parents bought me that game, and like I never owned a copy of Oblivion or Bioshock. Those are two like very sentimental games for Some me. Some of the best games of that entire generation. Hell yeah. Yep. And so I beat through both of the games, and I let my friend borrow it. We're really close friends. And so like one day I asked for it back. I was like, hey, man, can I get that double pack back? And he's like, oh, um, I don't have it. I was like, I traded fuck, it in. The <laughs> fuck you mean you don't have it? And he's like, well, I let my, my cousin Juan borrow it. I'm like, what? He Excuse owes me one hundred dollars. <laughs> Did you find that news bio shocking? Damn it! I, I was like, okay, so like, get it back from him. And he's like, well, I don't know. Like, he's gone. I don't know. Like, I don't know what he did with it. What? Like, whatever. He, he I'm got, like, dude. So that doesn't uh, change the fact you lost my fucking game, dude. Sixty <laughs> bucks, then, dude. Yeah, that, dude, you just, owe me. Yeah, fucking forty bucks, in, motherfucker. Like, he just lost so what game, man. Put that shit in my hand. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, owe. What? What happened? What was the end result? Nothing. Nothing. What? It, it just got. I like. I don't know. I was a dumb kid at the time. Fucking. Should've, I just never got it back. Should have beat his ass. Say that you'd send you, him to oblivion if he didn't give you those games. Did you at least, Robert? Stop. I'm trying. <laughs> I can't stop did, it. <laughs> did uh? Did what was I gonna say? You totally <laughs> derailed this conversation. Oh, did you at least beat those games before letting someone borrow them? That's what I said. Yeah, I already beat them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so. so so I have a similar horror story here. Uh, I this is back in the SNES days, and this is when NBA Jam Tournament Edition like ruled the world. You could play as like Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton. You could dunk on fools. Famous basketball it was pretty players. Pretty awesome. Wait, what was, was what was yeah. the name of this game? NBA Jam, and it was oh, the tournament duh, edition. Duh, fuck yeah, 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 pretty NBA famous Jam. arcade I know game. This Anyways, game. yeah. Anyways, I had the box. I had the white cardboard inside it was a complete package i had the plastic sleeve that goes over the connectors of the snes cartridge had the manual had the warranty card had it was a complete inbox set and i let this dude borrow it he asked for it and he had it for like two three months and i'm like hey can i get that game back he keeps saying yeah i'll bring it to school i'll bring it to school never brought it so i fucking show up at his house like i didn't even have a car yet i think my grandpa drove me there did you know where he did he know that you know where he lived or was this like (laughs) a complete like whoa what are you doing yeah of course yeah and because i asked him for days i'm like here man i'm here for it let me have it motherfucker right literally hand like just sticks the cartridge out of the door jam like here here's your game back just the cartridge what a little bitch and for a collector like me that was so heartbreaking oh no he fucking ruined the box didn't he i was just like slack jawed i was like no i didn't at that point i was just like man fuck all of you and uh and, and give me my game back and so I, i'm sure i sold or traded it got 20 bucks for it or something probably yeah you know and, and the, what pisses <sighs> me off about like the ideology of of games back then is a lot of people like you know they got a nintendo game super nintendo game they just tossed the box and the main like, like they just, just throw this away just t- like this. don't need this like yeah like, like you just what? lost out of like a hundred bucks dude like <laughs> second saturn or even to me you know what it was about it wasn't even about the value i never put any thought when i was a little kid about 
the value that this is going to have if I take care of it. I never that really never crossed my mind. What I was thinking about was just that, hey, I want to keep this. I want to keep this nice. I want this thing to last a long time. Because for me, video games growing up were so precious and so rare. Like I would get one video game a year, like bought for me, like for my birthday and Christmas combined. I'd get like a game, yeah, if yeah. I was lucky. And right. uh, I would, if I would have to. Um, rent games like all year like i still to this day have never owned a copy of chrono trigger on super nintendo i own the ds version now but i would just rent it and then pray to god someone wouldn't <laughs> copy over my save by the time i was able to save up two dollars and rent it again yeah and that's back when two dollars was was a lot for a little kid you know right 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 um, i think let's probably transition into talking about i mean we've been talking about games but let's talk about the games we've been playing This is like the first time we've tried playing live music on like Twitch. It's real hard and it's real weird. <laughs> I can't say I hope that. it works out all right. Sorry I, if this, yeah, these we awkward pauses the... are weird for us. We're still figuring everything out, but we're trying to yeah. like do all the music and do all the segments live like we normally do on the show. This is definitely a, a, a probationary period, so forgive our uh, part in our reach. For sure. Yeah, I, we're, we're, we're no professional radio DJs, but they're playing all the fucking samples and shit like this. Oh, look at that bass, bacon sizzle. Sack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, contrary to what you might have heard, we are amateurs at this. Now we are back to the Weasel ninety five point five. Now, uh, right. <laughs> Weasel, Colin, Colin, have you been playing any games? Yeah. So, uh, kind of leading off the conversation I started earlier. Uh, so, as I was saying, I've been trying to play. I wouldn't say this is a retro game, but it's definitely a game that I've always heard about and like always had hyped up for me. That game is Dragon Quest Eight. Ooh. Yeah, Dragon Quest Eight, uh, Journey of the God. Why can't I remember the name? Journey of the Black Wizard. Journey of the, Don't quote some, me on that. Something like Journey that. of the Something. Goblin King. No. Oh, it's, Jareth. Uh, the Wizard King. I don't know. Have to look it up later. It's going to bother me. Was David Bowie uh, in it? first? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, this is on PS2, right? This is with, it's a PS2 game, and it was later ported to Nintendo 3DS with the dude with the red bandana. Yes. All right. Yeah. Right on. All right. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah, so Dragon Quest Eight, man. So it's, it's it was a game that I, I've like read and watched so many videos about and and heard about, and you know, it's it's apparently it's like this one of the seminal games of the series. Like a lot of people yeah. talk about it being the Dragon Quest game. Yeah, it's it's and like so, the, it's as hyped as Final Fantasy Seven is for the Final Fantasy, basically like, games. Yeah, right. So I, I start off the game, and I and I just I'm in love with the art style. Akira Toriyama does the art, right? Very cell shaded and, and really cool. The characters look awesome. Um, and it's pretty typical, like I, I wouldn't say typical story, but very typical fantasy type setting. Um, and the game like starts you off in this town, you know, you find out like the general idea of the story. I won't get into spoiler territory. And here's the thing about dragon quest that not a lot of people just put out there, but as soon as you start that game, you are fucking grinding. Like oh, just yes. yeah. right, like yeah. right now, you are Dude, grinding. Enemies will kill you fast if you don't. Oh grind. yeah, they will destroy you. Um, so being as this is like, aside from the original Dragon Warrior, this is the first Dragon Quest game I've played. Oh uh, yeah, because mm. um, I played Dragon Warrior on the original NES. I have the cartridge for my Nintendo back home. And well, and you've also played Dragon Quest Builders, right? Question mark. That's true, but it's completely different. Right, action RPG slash Minecraft clone. It's it's like it's it's basically a Minecraft slash action RPG with a Dragon Quest skin to it. Yeah, like it's not really traditional uh, Dragon Quest by any means. 
Um, great game. Dragon Quest Eight, though, like, yeah, you were you were starting off grinding, and I'm just I don't know much about the quality of life stuff and like the 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 tropes with the Dragon Quest series, and what they don't tell you is you can only put like healing items on specific characters in battle. It's not like everyone can just pull from the same bag and just like use those items and heal, right? So if that character dies and they're holding on to the, your only healing items, you're fucked. That sounds yeah. unnecessarily convoluted. <laughs> it's so brutal, <laughs> yeah. dude. It's so brutal. Yeah. you. I mean, granted, you still get like healing spells and shit, but if your healer, obviously if your healer goes down, yeah, you're, you're fucked. Like, Rip. if you're out of healing stuff. And another thing is, if you die, if you die in a dungeon, at least from what I understand of what I've played so far, if you die in a dungeon, you have to manually trek all the way back out of the dungeon all the way back across the field all the way back to the nearest town you were at go into the church talk to the priest and have him resurrect your party member it's so tough dude yes. were there, yeah were there I've no done that multiple Phoenix times downs anywhere no. why no not that i've seen so far there's no resurrection items i'm sure there might be some later in the game like it would only make sense but so far that i've played you have to go all the way to the church to not only resurrect your party members but also to save the game it's so hard. That sounds so dumb. Yeah, and it's one of those things where, like, okay, this is really dumb. It's making me play the game a lot more cautiously and more strategically, but it's also kind of dumb. It's um, so. I mean, that's like Dark Souls levels of brutality. Yeah, and <laughs> it's so, the Dark but, Souls of JRPGs. It's definitely true, though. Like, it's one of those games where you have to take your time and you need to grind. You, you need, need to grind. be deliberate in everything. Right, and you you need to be you need to grind. I don't know much about like the skill leveling yet. Like you get to allocate skill points every time you level up, which is cool. Like it allows you to build your character in specific ways, you get new abilities, and it shows you different tiers uh, for each uh, ability that you level or whatever yeah. uh, of different attacks that you can get and all that cool shit. Um, which is the night, which is a cool part of the game. I really enjoyed that, uh, and the gameplay is fun. Pretty typical turn based stuff. Animations are neat. Um, but yeah, it's just those this quality of life things kind of set me off, off guard. But like, I got to a point where like, okay, I think I'm past that kind of stuff. Like, I understand how the system works and now. Just judging the game on its gameplay merits, so it's I enjoy it a lot. Like, it, it's a fun game and really cool characters, like cool storylines going on so far. And it's funny that you mentioned David Bowie because the the main, at least the main bad guy at first, the Dolmagus, kind of looks like a David Bowie full of makeup oh, in, in a I weird see, way. I see that. You, yeah, uh, the game does, was uh, it was developed by Level 5, came out in 2005, and I didn't know that it was ported to the 3DS, so that's awesome, but I played it on PlayStation 2 originally, and I think it's on Android, iOS now. The reason oh, I bought it? it yeah, back then is because it had the Final Fantasy 12 demo. Right, right. Which and I was like so ready for it. that game, so I got it partially for the demo. I got a pretty good sale actually. I got the strategy guide and everything, and the game for like thirty bucks total at GameStop. I remember up at Player oh, right Small, actually. Yeah, up at Player Small, actually. So, anyways, uh, I played a lot of that game, uh, several hours. I didn't get too deep into it. It's still in my backlog, guys. But I remember playing the. It was one of the first widescreen games uh, on PlayStation Two. And I had oh, a wide was screen. It in, uh, was it in 40p progressive scan? Yeah, and it was progressive scan, okay. too. So I was playing it on my Philips plasma screen Ooh, uh, nice. back then. Probably looked actually and pretty decent. It looked good, but, yeah. but that's not what I want to talk about. I actually had my roommate come out of his room and say, is that a video game based on the music? Because <laughs> the music was so high quality. It was It was like a Studio Ghibli like orchestra like a score you know a film yeah. score the music is so good and so high quality in the, i'm gonna in the i'm gonna beginning. i'm gonna kind of i'm i'm gonna break your heart what you I'm, can't break my heart i i'm not that big of a fan of the music i don't hate Wait, it is 
is Joe Hisaishi but, behind it? Because um, it's level five, right? Uh, no, it's Koichi Sugiyama. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is level well, seven, yeah level five who developed it? Really, bro. That, listen to me. Awesome. I don't care what you say about the music. Uh, maybe I do care what you say. <laughs> I think I think you it do. Is, at the time in 2005, it was a standout. Like video game music did not sound that high quality at all. Uh, you're telling me the orchestra doesn't sound good in that first village? I mean, it it's incredible. Not, I don't know. It doesn't. It, it doesn't really sound very orchestral to me. It sounds very synthy, like like they're using synths. What? I'm gonna have to go yeah. back and listen to this. What I haven't happening? listened to it in like ten years, but I, I'm just telling you my but, memories. But here's from a, here's the thing. Here's ago. the thing. I uh, thought it was like full. I thought actually I, it was full orchestra. I just there. It's not like the sound quality is bad by any means. I don't really have a problem with that. I don't really have a, pro- a problem with it being synths either. Either it's just just the overall arrangements i'm just not the biggest fan of they're a little bit too like major key like too almost like oh, too they happy are. yeah for, it's way happy right which is I, I don't know like after coming off of like other kind of like i don't know edgier dark rpgs i was just playing that. agony and dragon quest 8 yeah. sucks <laughs> but <laughs> there's no fatalities like, in this play, game playing even like uh final like final fantasy 10 like i i enjoyed final fantasy 10 soundtrack more than more than i have this one so far See, I, I mean, guess we just disagree, dude, because I don't think Final Fantasy X's music's that good. I mean, I think it's, it's interesting. It's all right. There are only a few good tracks from X's soundtrack, I think. You're making me want to go yeah. back and listen to Dragon Quest Eight now to see if it actually is synth or not, because my brain is telling me that it was like. I mean, a I'll come back. To, I'll like. I'll double check OST. to make sure, but it, it sounded kind of artificial to me. Interesting. All right, I'll have to go yeah. listen too. Yeah. Cool. yeah. But no, I mean, I'm going to keep playing, though. Like, it's definitely like a fu- one of those fun games where, like, I can put on a podcast and, like, passively grind. And then, like, and then also, but, like, the story beats are really cool, though. Like, I like the story beats so far. The characters are voice acted. Like, like they're, the characters are interesting and they're fun it, so far. It's JRPG with a giant J, man. It's yeah. so and, Japanese. And the and the dude that's that's in your party, I, I, I can't believe it. Uh, Yangus, Yangus, the the yeah. dude has like a terrible stereotyp- stereotypical British accent. Oh, I love oh. it. And he's like, "Oi, Govna!" Like yes. literally, like, "Oi, Gov, we need to keep on moving." Like, I thought, it, I thought his accent was great. I love it. Is, is he so like it's, as bad as Xenoblade Chronicles voice acting? It's up there. Yeah, oh, it's, it's like, like that, just yeah. just it, honestly, it's just a pinch worse. <laughs> like in some ways, yeah. Like, because that was like for the power of Monado. He's just like, oi, governor, let's go. <laughs> it's great. I like it. I don't know. I'm a fan of this game. I have warm fuzzies for it. Um, I just wish yeah, I had no, more time I think to play it's more. great so far, though. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan. Like, all in all, except for the music. so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It'll probably gr- it'll probably grow on me. It's it's that type of stuff where you spend so much time in an RPG anyway, it ends up getting stuck in your head. It just kind of finds a way. Kind of earworms you know? in, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but I don't think it's gonna be up there with like Shadow of the Colossus or anything, or like Twilight Princess for me. You know, so. anytime someone just says Shadow of the Colossus in a music video game music based discussion, my I can't get it out of my head. The da na 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 na. It just fucking amazing. starts. And it doesn't it's so stop. Good. It's go good. It's, it's so very good. good. It's not. It's not very good. Just personally, I it, don't know if I'd put it in my top twenty. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's not one of my favorite soundtracks at all. But it's just like one of those loops that, like, well, that's in my head for a couple hours now. It's pretty right. iconic. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. like hum something in the Avengers movies. Right? They their music is so forgettable. Same. No one knows shit for about sure. it. You know. But but that da 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 that's that you yeah. know exactly what that means. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. Jack, you had something you want to talk about this week? I didn't get to play too much video game itch, but I did play a li- 
I did play a little bit of Blossom Tales on the Switch, and okay. I am just, it got me thinking before the show. I'm really happy and pleased with how much probably my number two or number one, I don't know, top three, right? One of my top three favorite games of all time is Legend of Zelda Link to the Past on Super Nintendo. And it's just cool to see all these games come out that are paying homage, right? Homage uh, to that game. And you can see its influence still here in 2018, which I think is just so badass. So you're talking about Sword of Ditto, right? Uh, 3D dot game heroes, uh, 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 Blossom Tales, especially, but they're all based on Legend of Zelda and Link to the Past. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't really like, I'm going to say something controversial here. Maybe I shouldn't Uh-oh. call anybody out. I'll just say this. There's some IGN personalities that I'm fine with. There's some that just grate me a little bit, but I follow a lot of them on social media. And so I am grateful for this. Uh, Brian Altano, right? Mm-hmm. He, I follow him and he posted up, wow, this Legend of Zelda, I'm not quoting, I'm not reading anything, but something like, wow, this Legend of Zelda encyclopedia is so cool. And I'm like, what? Record scratch? What are you talking about? And then I, I click the link and I'm just like, holy shit, mind blown, dude. This just came out apparently. I didn't even know about it until yesterday. But it's from Dark Horse, the people who did Hyrule Historia. They do some of the best comic book compendiums. They also do some yeah. really good video game like literature and right. encyclopedias and art collections and yeah, all that Arts stuff. and Artifacts was the last Zelda book they put out. So this is their next one. This is the this is the deluxe edition, right? And it's like the biggest retro fanboy nut dream ever. Nut, nut dream. dream. <laughs> nut dream. <laughs> Have so, me some good nut dreams. I was, a dude, I'm, there. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for these books, dude. Like I bought Hyrule Historia as soon as I could. Like there should have been a comma there. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Commas are crucial. So, anyways, <laughs> so it's an encyclopedia that looks like on the outside. Do you guys? I don't know if you know this, but when Zelda came out on Nintendo, right, the Legend of Zelda, the original one, it was in a gold cartridge. Right. Right. Okay, so Robert has no idea what we're talking about. Anyways, gold cartridge, uh, foil cartridge, what? yeah. What is that? Right, those things you lick <laughs> every day when you buy a Switch. Oh, no, those game. are called micro SDs. <sighs> those are carts. Guys, so anyways, what's, a, what's a computer? Yeah, right. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> it's it look it's a it looks like the Nintendo cartridge, and it's like gold, too, and it looks exactly like it, but it's an encyclopedia. And also, to be even more nerdy, it comes with one of those black sleeves, dude. The Nintendo with the Nintendo oh, in red, the sash across. Yep. Oh, dope. No. And yep. I'm just like, yes. <laughs> and so, man, it was all of $65 on Amazon, but I had to like buy it then and there. I was like, I need this. It was like, and it's like the coolest art book ever for Legend of Zelda. Like, and I'm you, so what's, what's your hyped. impressions, man? Like after flip flicking through it. Yeah. Do you have it right well, now? I'm, it'll be here tomorrow. I just bought oh, it yesterday. Ah, I bought okay. it yesterday. I was hoping for show tomorrow. and tell right now. I mean, I can share a link with you guys if you want. Variety did a story on it. I mean, this is like some major shit, dude. This it's just like a cool ass idea for a way to you know honor like such a storied franchise. It's just a cool way of doing it, man. I don't and, know. I couldn't have thought of a better way of doing it myself. And no, also, I, like, I, I just want to point out if you think about it, there aren't that many historyed franchises that I think could pull this off. Like, if they release something like this for like Mario, I don't think it'd be as hype. And the packaging design is unique for this because Zelda was always known as the gold cartridge. That's the gold one. It's easy to find. It's easy to recognize. And on shelf, it's the gold one. So the fact that they just recreated that, man, I'm so excited. It'll be here tomorrow. I'm going to plop down on the on the sack and uh, and go to Nerd Town. Your love sack, not your sack. I'm not going to plop. I'm going to plop <laughs> down on the beanbag chair in my living room <laughs> and read the the nerdy Zelda encyclopedia. This show's getting honestly, blue. 
I I love like coffee table those like big coffee table yes. video game books that have become like a kind of a thing in the past couple years. Yes. Uh, one of the notable ones being uh, Pat the NES Punk did like the guidebook to the NES or whatever. Yes. And it just looks awesome. I want to. I really want to get my hands on one at some point. Um. But and, and I know like oh well you can look all this up on the internet blah 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 but it's just it's the idea of having a tangible book and just being able to flick through it and see like all the you know someone put you know this thing lovingly together and it's just a love letter to all things games you know they have you know interviews with the creators and and like all kinds of stuff all all sorts of information I I'm just a sucker for that stuff I think it's cool yeah, I've been sure. looking through this variety um, article and I've been seeing just some of the pages and I'm just like, oh yeah, it's got like the dungeon maps and it's got like, I don't know, just really nerdy Zelda stuff and all the towns and stuff. Ooh, okay, wait. I have the Hyrule Historia too. You know, I'm so, so I'm so glad we can't see like what your hands and your lower body are doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're just giving the thumbs up perpetually. Just, yeah. just oh, like that all the time. your hands. Good. Yeah. Show us your hands. <laughs> <laughs> what what do I what do I do with with my hands? Yeah, what, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, I kind of want to talk about some games I've been playing. No, um, you don't. No, you don't, Robert. Okay, Fuck we you. Don't. Yeah, we're moving on to the next. <laughs> Vampires. <laughs> I actually have been playing Vampire. Vampire. I really, I still don't know how to pronounce it. That word. Yeah, I think it's. Va- I'm going to say vamp. I keep saying vampire because there's no e. Yeah, on same, the end. same, so. right? But like, they don't say that word in the game. I really don't know what that word's supposed to mean. Okay. How, how's it spelled? V a m p y r. Yeah, p y r. Maybe peer. I, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's what I think too. But I mean, it came out like two Tuesdays ago. Um, it's like when people say Neil Peart. Neil mm. Peart, like the dude, the drummer from Rush. It's yeah, Peart. I think that's actually the way to say it, though. No, it's, it's Peart. It's, 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 it's Peart, Peart, Peart. I've, I've, I've heard it yeah. so many different ways. Pretty, I'm so confused. Pretty sure it's Peart. Peart. Okay. Peart. Yeah, it's the, it's the dumb way. That's all I know. Hey, hey, don't you make fun of my boy Neil. <laughs> he's a good drummer. I'm just <laughs> he's saying. A, he's a good he's man. Bad last name. <laughs> he's a great Rush man. is variety, damn it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that game came out June 5th, so like earlier this month. Pup like developed by don't nod published by uh focus actually who i think they're putting a uh focus on publishing double a games which is kind of what vampires falling into right now i can't no it just comes out um and i'm kind of digging it so far it's i mean it's definitely not life is strange but there are some things in the way your main character moves that kind of makes you feel like yeah, this was developed by the people who developed Life is Strange because it's just like the collision's a little wonky, kind of like it was in LIS, and it's a little weird. Um, but essentially, this is a game where you play as Dr. Jonathan Reed. Uh, this is like, you know, early 1900s England, Spanish flus going heckin' wild. Um, hmm. And you're your doctor, but you also got turned into a vampire. So, like, when you operate on people, it's like you see the blood, so you also want to suck the blood, but you can't because you're right. a good boy doctor. So, like, hey, you, hey, hey, Dracula don't bite. He scrape and lick. All right. Yeah. So, so <laughs> you, you scrape you and lick. <laughs> you basically are. It's up to you to decide if you're gonna be a good boy doctor or if you're gonna give in and be Doctor Acula. Um, and that was the name the of community. a shitty emo band back in the day. Just an FYI, <laughs> Doctor Acula. It. So it. it's Paragon and Renegade, basically. <laughs> kind of, yeah. But you actually feel the consequences of it. Where Mass Effect, you kind of don't. Like Mass Effect, your consequences are whether you're a shepherd's an asshole, 
Whereas with Vampire, like they give you charts and and flow charts and and diagrams and fucking connected all this shit of like uh-huh. here's all the citizens in this one corner of town. And he, this is the pillar of that community. So if you kill the people around this person, people are going to notice and they're going to start attacking you or the, the that community is just going to like leave. And if they do, you, the rest of the story is fucked or like the story changes. See, see, I was like, I watched a, a live stream. My buddy, Jesse, shout out to Jesse. He's in our chat. Ooh, um, I watched him stream this, the vampire and he just said fucking and killed everyone. Yeah. And <laughs> he just fucking so, killed. He's like, I just want the genocide run. Yeah. <laughs> he so just like, said fuck it. That's, that's the cool thing about it, right? Is that like the game is kind of hard at first because there's a lot of fighting to it. The, the combat's very simple, but basically like you equip like a hacksaw or, a, or a, like a little bludgeon or something and you just smack down enemy vampires and then like when you deplete their stamina, you can bite them and eat their blood and use that blood as a resource to do damage. But like mm. the game is kind of unforgiving. Like it, if you take two, three hits, you're down and you kind of die. But if you give into your vampire urges and you eat people and kill them and destroy the communities, you, like that blood turns into XP and you can just pump all your points into like damage, health, stamina and all that stuff. And you just become a God and the game becomes easy mode. Hmm. And there's no difficulty setting. Like you can't choose to go into easy or hard. It's just like this is the game. If you want it to be easy, you eat people. Huh. Yeah, but like I'm guessing you probably get some sort of like narrative backlash though if you do like oh, at the 100%. end of the game's probably gonna be really shit if you do that. Yeah, probably. I mean like so they do Kinda this like thing. Dishonored. Yeah, so you have to like mesmerize people because they they kind of take the whole vampire thing seriously. Like you can't enter people's homes unless you're invited. Uh you can like suggest people like suggest things to people and they follow your suggestions sunlight you can't eat garlic bread yeah crosses hurt you there are enemies who have crosses it's pretty great um no fettuccine alfredo unfortunately um so like you have to talk to someone and then your mesmerized level has to be high enough and basically you're like come with me bitch and you just walk them to a dark corner and then you eat their soul and ass is and that then, is that what he, is that how he gets them to come with you and like, come ass? with me bitch. <laughs> and their ass yep do you have do you have like a do you have like a I saw a clip of someone playing this game. I think it was Vinny Caravella from Giant Bomb, I want to say. And like one of the vampires, I don't know if it's the main character or if it's like one of the other characters, but they just have like a, a he bitch like in the room that he just he's like a familiar and he just lets you suck his blood all the time. Haven't haven't run into that yet. You haven't run into the he bitch yet? Okay. Not I mean, yet, no. I mean, okay. hopefully I'll find him. I don't know. I think because I played a couple hours of this game, I'm like 10 hours in and I still don't feel like I've scratched the surface of the story, which like I guess is good and bad because like I feel like it's taken a while to get to the point, but also like I'm still interested. Um, it's I will, a really weird world, man. I mean, there's like proxies right there like, oh, turn me. I want to be a vampire too. It seems very nuanced. I don't know. It seems like yeah. the story could go places. I mean, like it's interesting, right? Because like there, you do have to learn all the characters. Like, with Skyrim and shit, like, sure, there are a lot of NPCs and you, you make dialogue choices, but in the end, they kind of don't matter for the most part, right? Whereas mm-hmm. with, with Vampyr, when you talk to a character, like, you remember him, like, okay, that's the town drunk, that's the prostitute, that's the, like, the, the peddler who's selling shitty drugs that don't work, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And you start to memorize their, like, their roles in the society. And mm-hmm. you know that if you eat them, they're going to be gone People will react. People will notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I cannot wrap my head around is like, how do people like, have you seen, have you seen pictures of like the main character? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I know exactly play, yeah. what you mean. He looks like yeah. death. Yeah, he looks like a fucking no one, vampire. No one, no, no one, one acknowledges it. Yeah, <laughs> he like he has circle. He has designer bags under his eyes. Bro, is it kind of like when Clark Clark can't like takes off his glasses and they're like, yeah. it's Superman. Yeah, it's it's even worse than that. Also, fun fact: um, you know Zoe Deschanel. Yes, yeah. I know she, of her. She has proven to me that the Clark Kent thing makes sense. Because if you see her in glasses and see her without glasses, it's weird. I don't know. Oh, I thought you were going to say she's in the game or some shit. I don't no, know, no, man. No, no. She seems... Uh, I've always recognized her, I feel like. She's but, the chick from Elf. Yeah. But either way, um, yeah, every time he talks with people, I just don't understand how they can look at him and not be like, you uh, you a vampire, though? Or like... <laughs> Yeah. not are you like trying nope. to suck my blood bro no nope. totally I'm not a vampire trying like, to be sure. not, and like mm-hmm. the other characters that i've run into so far that are vampires and you can talk to they look like normal fucking people and i wouldn't have guessed they're vampires and i'm like so yeah you give the main character the fucking worst character design that it's like clearly he's a vampire man i'm just disappointed that blade isn't an unlockable character in this game as far as i know Fucking plays be, Wesley Snipes. Was there not a Blade video game? I want to say, and was it a Blade Two video game back on the PlayStation Two and Xbox? Super bad. Yeah, was it good? I don't remember. I know I never played it. Blade Three is one of the most laughably terrible movies, man. I believe that it's so bad. It's really I mean, bad. It's got Ron Reynolds in it. You would think it'd be good, but it also has uh, what's the chick name that married Justin Timberlake? I forgot her name. Uh, Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. Oh sure. And the movie sucks. The movie sucks. But they need to bring back Wesley Snipes, man. Get him out of prison. Tax prison. <laughs> he's Bla- out of prison, isn't he? For Blade Four. I'm not. I'm not current on my Wesley Snipes. I thought he's a he's a quality follow on Twitter. Let me Bro, tell you something. Really? I didn't even realize he had access to Twitter. This is awesome. Yeah, he is on Twitter and it's pretty great. He like <laughs> he reposted oh, a picture of like uh open uh somebody had a box and it said open with Blade and someone pulled pulled out the Blade a Blade DVD. <laughs> <So> <laughs> nice, nice. I like that. Dude, and he's even. And Wesley Snipes like guys. Okay, I've seen it. Okay, like everyone's sending me this meme. <laughs> That's Jesus. funny. That's um, good. <laughs> he's even better in Demolition Man though. Right. One of the great movies if you ever seen. I haven't Sylvester. seen it. Oh, so what? Dude, okay, hold on. Just 10 seconds for Demolition Man. So in the near future, <laughs> there's this thing called the Franchise Wars and it's about the fast food franchises and they have a war and the only one that wins the war is Taco Bell. So now all restaurants in the world are Taco Bell. I'm fucking not what? kidding. I'm fucking what? not kidding. What is this it's movie? the most incredible shit ever. It's and a then movie. this dude is from like our time, right? And he goes back and he's like frozen and he co- comes back in the future and he's going to like take a shit in the bathroom. And where the toilet paper is, there's just, there's just this little shelf with three seashells on it. <laughs> And and he comes out of the bathroom. He's like, "Hey, you guys are out of toilet paper." And they're like, "They're like, uh, yeah, there's just the shelves there." He goes, "Yeah, they just got this little shelf." And, and slides to alone. He's like, "You just got this little shelf with three seashells there." And they all look at each other like, "He doesn't know how to use the three seashells." <laughs> oh <my laughs> Sounds incredible. It's an incredible movie. It's so good, dude. Demolition. It's so bad and so good. But uh, oh my god. But he uh, and I don't know. I don't want to give any more spoilers because there's a gag that goes along with the three seashells. It's a running gag in the movie, and it's just we need to watch it. We should probably watch it together. (laughs) Sounds like I for one praise our our fourth meal overlords. Oh man. Sounds like the first movie to think outside the bun. Um, Robert, you're giving Robert, me the fuel. That's don't all make this your identity online, Robert. I, all right, I so has there you. ever been a Twitch stream that just like swatted themselves? Because this is going to be the first one. Are you about to swat me? <laughs> I know, I am, no, I totally agree. Jesus. <laughs> um, okay, I do want to talk about one other quick game here. After E3, 
uh, after the Bethesda stream specifically, I ended up downloading Fallout Shelter on my Switch. Not the worst game I've ever played on mobile. It's not that bad. It's really not that bad. No. Fallout Shelter is a fun game. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I've always... I'm sitting here saying it's fine. Yeah, I've always been under the impression that it's like, it's probably a very meh mobile game with like, you need to pay to win. Nah, dude, I downloaded that shit when they initially announced yeah, it back. Yeah, that second, like, yeah. When they announced Fallout yeah. 4. <laughs> that was yeah, a knee-jerk dude, reaction. Yeah, I still have it on my iPad, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not bad. Like, it, it's pretty good on the Switch just because, like, it's, like, when you take the little, the, the Joy-Cons off, it's basically a glorified smartphone at that point. You know, it's right. just, like, a big old screen that's touchable. It's a tablet. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I've been having fun with it. I did not expect myself to have as much fun as I did, but, like, once I found out that you could name your own vault, of course it was Vault 420. Because X69 no scope. Well, I mean, they only give you three numbers. So I was like, well, it's either 069 or 420. And Gary, 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 Gary. But yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to give that game a little shout out. It's pretty fun. And like, okay, Switch is like a solid console to play it on. And they've integrated the like the Joy-Con controls pretty well. Like you can play it with just the controllers and it actually works pretty fine. So that's cool. It's good to know. Might have to, I might have to re-download it then. I, do they wait? Is there still like all the shitty microtransactions though? Uh yeah, like you can buy more Nuka Cola to speed things up, or like lunch boxes <laughs> to get some cards and whatever. You mean to tell me there's a game on a mobile platform where they'll take your money to make you feel better about the game? Well, sometimes when they port these things to consoles, they take those out. It's happened in the nope. past. Nope. Mm. It, like there, there are links in the game where it's like go to the Nintendo eShop to buy like a truck of. Of cola, Nuka Cola. It's illegal in Belgium. That's true. I don't know if that's true, but whatever. It's getting I'm, there. It's we're yeah, we're getting to that point. Yes. Um, but marijuana let, legal in Canada now, but loot boxes illegal. Yeah, can we talk about the fact that like if you've smoked marijuana in Canada, you legally cannot enter the United States anymore? And since it's about what? to be legal in Canada, like not that there are many Canadians probably looking to venture into our fine wall building right. nation but yes. uh is that from yeah, the canada side or from the u.s side like is canada saying you cannot leave the country now because you smoke weed or is that america no, saying we don't want you in here it's the u.s weed? side they're saying you smoked weed you're bad stay yep. out because mm-hmm. no one in america smokes weed of course not no no, no the no, devil's no. lettuce what is that yeah the devil's cabbage does not see the light of day in this country it'll be legal very reefer, I think reefer madness man I'm not even I'm not even like big into that stuff right like I don't do I don't do that stuff um but at the same time I still think it should be legal and that's my political statement for the week yeah so that's the political section of our tiny podcast so let's legalize it let's transition to something that isn't political at all let's talk about some gaming news oh that's nice getting this music going you're the only one that can hear it I know I'm the only one that can hear it. it it doesn't really help okay Wow, that yeah, we need to figure something out about that. So, video game news. Guys, the World Health Organization has declared that gaming disorder is supposed to be a globally recognized disorder. Is it schedule 1? Yeah. This this is, is it really? Like, yeah, on the WHO like, you know. Holy shit, I was joking. Like, no, it's a real thing. They're on their like compendium of like these are all disorders and shit. They're adding gaming disorder to that listing. I don't know, so, man. It's kind of like saying you got basketball disorder in a way. Yeah. Like maybe you just are trying to go know. pro. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, parents are probably like, oh, shit, these kids can, like, get on Twitch and make a bajillion dollars yeah. streaming fucking Fortnite. <laughs> exactly. And then they're like, well, shit, okay. Yeah, um, yeah here, Tate, just play as many games as you want. No, like, one of the things that I saw can- can- come out of this on Twitter was... Uh, like the average kid, like the average gamer kid, is spending like twenty hours a week playing games. I was like, "Them's rookie numbers, kid." Yeah, that get, ain't you that gotta much. get the numbers up, <laughs> dude. I knew a dude, man. I, I knew a dude in high school. I'm not saying this is healthy, but I felt like every two days he was telling me about a new JRPG that he fucking beat, not just no. played. Yes, dude, that he beat. Like he went through like all the Lufias and shit. He went through the, all the oh, Final shit. Fantasies. He went through all the Dragon and like multiple, like two or three a week. I was like, Yeesh. "What do you do with your life?" Nothing. Ooh, I'm kind of jealous of that guy. Though. I do. I, <laughs> no, I definitely have like a friend or two that's like, "Yeah, just got uh, God of War, fucking beats it in a weekend, like no problem. I know. <laughs> Does jealous. everything 100. percent It got the platinum. Like no way. Like dude, come on, you got to sleep at some point. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, I don't think he does. But yeah. the, the the joy, tell me though, I love these weekends where you would go to sleep late at night playing a game and then wake right up and just start playing again. Like I love that shit. It's, it's a good oh, feeling, it's it's the best. Sure. I've been I've been making a habit out of it. Like uh, the days that I have off, I, I would just wake up. Soon. I would make a cup of coffee, get grab like a like a breakfast bar or whatever, and then sit down and just play a couple rounds of everybody's golf <laughs> to start nice. my day. And it's the best. Nice. You, you can set it on a morning setting. You can play in an island somewhere that looks like Hawaii. And nice. then you're just you're just teeing off, man. And it's then you relaxing. get really pissed off because then you keep keep hitting balls out of bounds like I do. And then <laughs> it's relaxing until you have to play the same four holes eighty thousand times. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I dude, I just now got to the point where I unlocked the third set of courses. Don't get me started. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, so it, like since this is being added to like the international classification for diseases, it's like supposed to be a recognized thing now. Like. You can be diagnosed legally in a hospital with a gaming disorder. Hmm. Which is it takes out. a lot, though. I know there's a, there's a pretty yeah. steep barrier to entry for being right, classified yeah. under this. I read a little bit of the story. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because like addiction is is defined as very like there are very extreme conditions you need to meet. Um, I think most, if not a majority, of people who play video games, like even the hardcore ones, probably wouldn't fall into that. I mean, I don't mm. know. I, I still think, though, that's just a little bit insane for it to be, like, classified as, like, a, a legal term. You know what I mean? Like, it's per- you could have on your it's, records, on your medical records, you have gaming right. disorder. Well, I mean, then we're, I think we're just getting in the, into the web of, like, is addiction a disease and blah, blah, blah. And that's just, like... That's a whole we, other we pro- thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's a whole other argument. Well, um, is, there, is there, like, a chemical dependence here? Like, where they're going to get withdrawals if they don't, like, you know, cap noobs? I mean, yeah, that, right, that's, wow. that's part of the definition of, of addiction, though. Like in the right, same right. way, it has to do like, with chemical uh, balance stuff. But I mean, granted, I can't. I mean, I, I feel like this would only really truly apply in those really extreme cases. Like back in the day when World of Warcraft first came out, like the first couple years that it was out, all over the news, dude, about like how yeah. people were just just not leave their chair, just like sit there, eat, do nothing but eat hot pockets, and give themselves fucking carpal tunnel, and just stare at their fucking screen all day doing raids and all mm, that. And pockets. I remember like it like it was so bad in the media, like that that game was getting so much bad press that my mom's like, "You are not allowed to play the fucking game. Like I am never buying it for you ever." Dude, what's scary is Trump wanted to, if he could have, he wanted to ban violent video games. If you remember, in the yeah. not so distant. You know, Past. history of this country. He had that whole meeting with them. So, like, we got to put an end to this, guys. That's a terrible Trump impression, but you get what I'm saying. Good. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think that that was a little bit more like 
he's just doing the PR thing and meeting with those people to see what they say, but he didn't actually make any moves, which I'm glad he didn't. Right. Um, anyway, there's definitely way more pressing matters in the country right now that we won't get into. Um, no, let's but do anyway. it. And about religion. No, just kidding. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, this this whole disease thing, it, like, or another example being that, like, the one kid that died because he played too many video games in, like, Korea or something like that because he just yeah. didn't feed and like, water himself or go to like, the bathroom yeah, yeah. water himself like, you have to water yourself water to stay yourself. alive <laughs> water um, no but like, like classical music I, get some sunshine get that chlorophyll yeah, down dude yeah i think that dude went like 54 hours of starcraft and then died. i mean dude the video games are not i mean it was a factor but it's like you do 54 hours of anything straight without sleeping you're going to die it's true die. i, I, think, I, I, I think, think it's just true. a matter of like if the video game is so addictive you know what i mean that it gets you to that point should have watered um, himself True, should have yeah, should have watered himself. Yeah, should have I mean, stayed in direct sunlight. There's there's people though, like it's just like with any, anything else. You can have a good blank life balance, like work life balance, game life balance. Thing is, like games, as long as you're healthy in other areas of your life, it is. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not a huge deal how much games you play. If you have the time for it, then good for you. You know what I mean? Right. Because because like at the end but, of it, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, as long as it doesn't keep you from being a productive member of society, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, as long as you're doing what you need to do to live health, like at least a somewhat healthy life. I mean, more power like, to you, I guess. Video games are just a hobby like anything else, right? Like there are people yeah. who do all kinds of stuff like yoga, crochet, or like, like they're movie buffs or something, right? Like as long as you are also a human being who can do other things besides just play video games, you're probably fine. Right. So, and and, and that's the thing, like all the all the games industry people, it was actually really funny to watch when that article came out on Twitter. And, like everybody's reaction was like twenty hours a week, you need to get them working like the murky yeah. numbers up, son. Like right. that ain't shit. And the thing is, like, all those game industry people, yeah, they like games are their lives, right? They play games all the time, but they still have a good like work life balance. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they have well-balanced lives they can pay their bills they get out they work you know they, they stay physically healthy at least mo- you know the people that i know but right i don't know it's so, just one it's just another one of those things like anything else yeah it just depends on who you are what you do etc cetera, etc cetera. Right. um jack this this news story might be a little bit related to you or you might have an interest oh. in this oh oh, oh. uh so Nani? movie pass has some competition now oh please yeah i saw this Okay, so very yeah. Okay, you don't sound excited at all. So AMC, they're like upgrading their Stubbs loyalty program, whatever. They're adding the Stubbs A list, where you pay twenty bucks a month and you can watch three movies for free a month, a week, or a week. Is it a week? I think so. Yeah, and you can watch them all on the same day instead of like how Movie Pass requires yeah. you to like. You know that you is an added bonus, but it's double the cost and a so a that's a thing and b i don't know if this is relevant to me because i don't know of any amc theaters by me i don't think they have much of a footprint in austin but they are huge in columbus so i remember that yeah they're one of the biggest theaters in the country uh theater chains so yeah they've been salty at at movie pass from the start and uh I don't know. It's it's not, let's say you see three movies a, a a month, which is a high for me. Uh, the most I've ever used Movie Pass ever is four times in a month. All right, so for me, right. that's like almost sixty dollars worth of tickets. Okay, a- AMC. What are the tickets there now? Twelve bucks, thirteen bucks. Around yeah, that. depending on the movie. Right. So or depending on if you see it in IMAX, it's just. Or whatever. I mean, it, it's a good thing if you're going to watch. You would have to watch more than three movies a month consistently to not just buy the tickets and not subscribe to this thing. 
Right. You know what I mean? But I mean so but to I mean, me, it's a lot less. To me, it's a lot less of a value. And with Movie Pass, you watch one movie, you're already positive. ROI positive. Right. But but there are also other things added on to the AMC thing. Like if because oh. by being an A lister, you're also part of their whole subs loyalty rewards. I did that shit before program. too. Yeah. yeah. So like that gives you like you know free upgrades for popcorn sizes and shit. Or like mm. a rewards card where you get points and then you can redeem yeah. them. So like, it's just if it was it, if it was ten dollars a month, I'd be all in. Twenty bucks, I'm like, nah, probably not. Yeah, and, and and to me, I don't know. I just I'm just one of those people that doesn't watch enough movies per month to even like feel the need to do a subscription model for it. I yeah. don't even feel the need to go for Movie Pass, honestly. Which mm. to me is kind of crazy because it's ten dollars a month for yeah. thirty. You can watch thirty movies a month. If you want yeah, to. I mean that's that's true. I mean it's one of those things where like I've been meaning to get around to it. I don't know, but I definitely do not frequent the movies. But at the same time, though, even if you, I mean, even if you see one movie a month, you, it pays for itself. Like it right more there. than pays for itself. One movie right. a month, yeah. That's and true. like I said, if you watch four movies a month, shit. And yeah. I definitely, I think the movie theaters are definitely making money on me because every time I go watch a movie now, I get food. I do. Right. I feel good about it. They're getting their money. Shit. Huh. So. Uh, while we're talking about movies, did you guys see Incredibles 2 this past weekend? I didn't, I didn't. but I, apparently the rest of the free world did. Yeah. Colin, did you? No, I didn't. I, I want to go see it, though, for sure. So, so that movie is setting some records, son. Yeah, it oh, I is, believe it. It's been it's it's one of those movies that there <laughs> so many people have just wanted for so long. Oh, and yeah. so I fully expected it, especially just in and of itself being a Pixar movie to just blow up in the box I mean, office. It's got Samuel Jackson in it. Like, sign me up. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, you know, it has like best domestic box office, uh, like opening weekend for an animated film since Finding mm. Dory like two years ago. And it blew that out of the water, too. And it's also wow, like I, I, I never saw that either, actually, to be honest. Eh, it was all right. Uh, and also it had best opening weekend for PG film. So I mean of that's just I think so. So I'm sure. like Harry Potter, damn. Yeah. I mean, look, there were a lot of kids. Well, I guess adults now who used to be kids when Incredibles 1 came out that really wanted to see that movie. Like I all over my social media feed, I was just like Incredibles 2, Incredibles 2. There it is. Isn't that incredible? It's Incredibles 2. So the 2. neckbeards and the families all at the exactly. same time. Exactly. Everyone. Beautiful. And I mean, I saw the movie. I think it was good. I liked it more than the first, honestly. Okay, I haven't seen the first. Man. The first one I haven't seen the first. It, it it was in that weird time period where I was too old for cartoon movies. Eh. You know, oh, it's, too it's old. good. It's good. I know. I and I'm and I'm I've come back around on it. Like I definitely like animated films. I I totally see the value. But I'm just saying that's why I didn't get into it to begin with. Yeah, because I was like early twenties. Like Meh. yeah, there, there's a there's a few Pixar movies that I I think I skipped out on. Uh, well, I've seen, I haven't seen the fucking car sequels. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen Coco. I haven't seen any of the car sequels. Coco, no. is, like, Coco let me say, is good. Coco is really fucking good. That's what I yeah. keep hearing. It's on Netflix yeah. now, so I have no it excuse. I, I saw it on Netflix like a few days ago. It's so good. Recommend. Yeah, I, re- yeah. I actually thoroughly enjoyed Coco. Awesome. It's a, one of those. It's very feely. Feels a oh. movie. No, oh, I've sure. heard that. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. It. Like, oh, Although shit. I will say, I did call the ending like. Hey, pretty early. No fucking spoilers, dude. No, no, I'm not going to tell you the ending. I'm not an ass. But I know what like, you mean, Robert, and I think I, I did too. Like, yeah. I, could, I could see it coming. Like, they introduce the character, and you're like, I know. I know exactly what's going to okay, happen. Okay, well, let, let's, let's get out of spoiler territory before we, before yeah, we spoil yeah, it. Yeah. Um, hey, so if you played Fortnite on your PS4, you're not allowed to play Fortnite on anything else, motherfucker. Sony's got a, got a stranglehold <laughs> on your account. 
They got that vajay on lock. Yeah, they got the they got your testes just in in their in a vice. palm of their hands. Dude, Dude, let me tell you, in the Twitterverse and the games industry, this has been a huge point of contention. Everyone just, is throwing up their hands in a what the fuck motion. Describe what this know? is for the layman, please. Even for me. Let's so, not pretend okay, like I know so everything so about this. Fortnite is a battle royale game where 100 people <laughs> okay, drop on a skip virtual up 10 okay. steps. So <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got this. So basically what happened was, you know, uh, Nintendo E3 press conference happens right after the show. Uh, Fortnite's available on Switch. You log out, you download Fortnite onto your Switch. You log it or you press open on the game, and it has you enter in your credentials for your Epic account. Okay, cool. So you better hope to God that you didn't previously play on PS4 f- version of Fortnite with that same Epic account. Why is or else that? You're locked because out. why wouldn't I? That sounds like a great idea. Right. So you're fucked. You're not going to be able to bring in. You have to create a whole new account if your if your account was at any point attached. Right. To I can't your bring PS4. my my. Uh, Cosmetic items, my righteous cosmetics Nothing. over. Nope. Nothing. Thanks, Cliffy. Why? B. Why? Because Sony doesn't like crossplay. For whatever Fucking reason. Sony, dude. I don't understand. Do we remember? I was watching these Xbox One policies when they first came out. When it was first announced and they weren't going to use games, so they're going to do like family shit. Remember that whole debacle with Xbox yeah. One? Of course I do. Sony Here's how you share games now, on PS. Sony, <laughs> Sony is the one now that they have the power. We've talked about this a couple times last week, but now they have the power, now that they have position, now they have the leverage to dictate to people how they're going to play games and when and where they're going to play them. They're the only ones that are standing in the way of cross-platform. PC's on board. Xbox is super on board. I am Is Switch, Switch on board? I'm not sure. Switch is, at least with Rocket League, yes. Yeah, Switch, Xbox, and PC are all playing. Sony's like, nah, we're good. Nah, we'll play with PC and that's it. And it's just like, dude, why do you got to come across like just a bunch of dicks Yeah. at this point? Like you were the people's system back then. Lest and you here- forget. Here's the interesting thing too is like it's always been like this actually like if you opened up on PS4 you cannot you could not have played on PC or um, Xbox, Xbox or Fortnite yeah. but no yeah. one really noticed or cared because it's at Xbox. that time well I mean no at that time I feel like you, rarely would you run into someone who'd play on PS4 and another console for Fortnite I feel like most people would stick to one right or PC and console right right but now with switch coming out like there are a lot of people who are invested in the whole like oh it's a portable console i'll have the game on like my home consoles and my switch so i can play on the go so a ton of people downloaded it a ton of people couldn't play it because fucking sony right and so okay, wait, wait, so, wait, so why can't they just play it without the cosmetics then i mean you can but you can't you, but you have to but you have to make a whole well you have to play or you have to make a whole new account yeah, so it locks it locks you out of your account if if your account is any, in any way attached to your PSN. So so let's bullshit. say let's say you played on your PS4 for like the past few months and you dropped like a hundred dollars on all of these cosmetics, right? Um, if you try to play on your Switch, one you have to create a whole new Epic account, and then two you will not have access to that hundred dollars worth of cosmetics unless you drop another hundred dollars for that account to have those cosmetics. So it's all greed, corporate greed here playing in corporate greed. I mean, and, it's basically I mean, gamers are the losers. I mean, here that's the thing. At the end of the day for Sony, it, it's just it's the money, man, because that's the thing. If, if if you go buy skins playing the Xbox version of this game, that doesn't benefit Sony because they I mean, they know full well that, you know, every time you buy skins on Xbox, they're getting like 30 percent of that revenue. Right. Thing is, they if you're playing on PS4, they want you to buy skins on PS4 and give you their money. Um, or they give you, give, give them money. your yeah, money. Give them your money. Jesus, Get I can your pronouns right. Um. Anyway, 
But here's the thing. Yes, I definitely think that that in that in that you have to create a whole new account. This whole thing is bullshit. But the ideology behind this isn't anything new. It isn't anything we're not already accustomed to. I mean, because you can't play Rainbow Six Siege crossplay between PS4 and Xbox One. You can't take your skins over from Xbox to PC to PS4 in that game either. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, and no one's crying out about that. And I'm not saying this. I mean, this is still bullshit, right? Because you shouldn't have to make a whole new account if they're going to have a, an account like that. But I, it's like I just it, it's just the fact that this is now just now gaining outrage is kind of surprising. You know what I mean? I mean, the, the, the crossplay thing was already gaining momentum in the press. And this is kind of the breaking point. But. It's just not surprising to me, really. Well, so the reason, right, it's it's blowing up now is because, lest I remind you, Fortnite is, like, the biggest fucking thing in the zeitgeist oh, yeah, I right know. now. Like, yeah. every everyone plays Fortnite. Everyone's heard of Fortnite. If you walk up, walk into a high school and just say, like, y'all want some Fortnite? Like, I was, every, everyone's like, fucking, yeah, yeah, boy. And then you get labeled as a p- pedophile. But... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that took a dark turn. All right, all right, dark. But anyway, um, yeah, Fortnite's huge, and since it's now the center of like this crossplay debacle, everyone's noticing and everyone's paying attention. Yeah, and I mean that's exactly it. That's exactly the reasoning. And I'm just as pissed as everyone else is. Like I shouldn't have had to log on there and make a whole new account. And and all the powers that be in the games industry, your Greg Millers, your your Alana Pierce's, and everyone else in the in the games journalism side of things is pissed. And they're like, Sony, listen, this is bullshit. The fact that this is happening, like this is just straight petty. It's petty yep. bullshit, and it is. It is. Ha- it really has, is. Has there been? any response or any thing from I well Sony. The, so no the closest thing that we've gotten is an ex-president over at sony interactive entertainment uh said that like this like no one should be surprised is basically what he said to paraphrase i feel like ronald yeah. reagan screaming at russia or yeah tear this wall down yeah mr. i mean he basically just said it's the germany my bad. germany my bad yeah germany <laughs> mr gorbachev tear the down this wall. sony wall this sucks. <laughs> it's just bullshit. I don't know what else to say about it. I don't have any yeah. insightful discourse well, other than this sucks. Well, then let's let's talk about something else related to Fortnite. Y'all y'all know that within three months of Fortnite being on iOS, it's made a hundred million fucking dollars, and they're pumping like fifty million into developing the pro league or whatever it is too. Yeah, like holy it's, shit, it's this just, is well funded. It's insane. It's it's so crazy. When when the another statistic for you. When the Switch version came out, you know, that day of the, the Nintendo Direct. Two million? The game was downloaded two million times. Mm-hmm. Two million on Switch Dude, alone with, in one day. With Dota and with this, these are the games that come out that make me feel like, okay, I guess video game, I don't get it anymore. Like, I just don't, I just don't think it's especially a good game. I would much rather play PUBG if I'm playing a Battle Royale. Or even that Paladins uh, Royale game coming out that's kind of like Overwatch Royale. Oh, Realm like, that Royale? Sound, yeah, like that sounds cool. But I don't know. Every time I play Fortnite, I'm just like, I don't know. Something about it just seems so lightweight and so like meaningless to me. Yeah, I don't I know mean, if it's the graphic I mean, style or what. I've still I, yet I to think, play. I think that it's it's the fact that Epic came in and just went about it more strategic. Like, just they had a better strategy about distribution than than PUBG did. They had a better optimized game. They sanded they had, it down all the corners, right? They made it, yeah. Right. They made it very accessible to the masses, to young kids, right? And not to I, mention, I, I acknowledge not that. to mention it's on PS4 and now well, Switch. 
even pub. let me let me do you better it's free that too that's yeah. the like, main thing they're here, free there's no 30 dollars wall right you know what it's today on Wednesday, June twentieth, Year of Our Lord twenty eighteen, is the first time Player Unknown's Battleground has gone on sale on Steam, and now it's twenty dollars. Wow! Well, they're feeling the the heat then, I guess from from yeah. it, all the competition. Wow! Yeah, because that game's yeah, been I out. almost forgot the fact that like PUBG's not not free. No, <laughs> yeah, bro, I, was I, I paid full price, and I'm pretty sure I bought Robert a copy too. You did? No, you yeah, bought me. Well, you yeah, you bought me a copy too, Jack. Damn, I'm hundred dollars in the hole for this bitch. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Whereas if we jumped into Fortnite, you'd be $0 in the hole. But nonetheless, like, PUBG has been on Steam for a year and a half now. Like, part of it in early access, part of it not. And this is the first time it's gone on sale, which is kind of unheard of on Steam, you know? Because, like, Steam is all about, like, sales on everything, even 10% off, you know what I mean? I just realized I need to stop buying you fucker shit. <laughs> you, should, you do. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> but, Thanks, Papa Jack. Don't ever call me that. <laughs> <laughs> Would you prefer Uncle? Uncle Uncle Jesse is fine. Hey, Uncle Mr. Jesse. Jack. Um, and you know, actually speaking of PUBG, you know how much that game has made on mobile in sixty days since its release? How much? Oh no, Fuck. let's guess. Let's guess. Guess, yeah. Okay, so so just to re- recall your numbers here, Fortnite on mobile in ninety days made a hundred million dollars. I was gonna say ten million, but I think I heard you say five, so I'll say five million. Hmm. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say PUBG made fifteen million. PUBG in 60 days has made 5.2 million on iOS. Yep, yep. Wow. 5%. No Android numbers? No Android numbers. But also that's an estimate. But still, the fact that the estimate is literally in single digits compared to Fortnite's hundo million. It's insane. I can't. I just, I feel, poor one out for all the uh, parents that have to call into AppleCare to get refunds for their fucking kids spending $100 on Fortnite. Oh, look, you have your credit card linked. I'm just going to buy all these skins and all these battle passes. Talk (laughs) about like a diverged path in the woods. Like look at Epic now and look at motherfucking Cliffy B. Fuck. (laughs) Cliffy. That's a that's a name in this industry. Those are fucking two. I'm just saying they were together. They were doing the gears thing and then they split off. And now look what happened in 2018. Wow. Mm -hmm. Gosh, Cliffy. So y'all want to hear y'all want to hear some more corporate bullshit from this industry that we all love for whatever oh, reason. Some of this old rev, up, rev up them fryers some one hungry customer. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so you remember how Fallout 76 weirdly at E3 came out first at the Microsoft conference? Yep. Yeah. So if you pre-order Fallout 76, you'll also get the beta first on Xbox One. Huh. Hmm. Who cares anymore? Hmm. When's the beta come out, anyways? Like they don't have a date yet, but they their FAQ has said, "Hey, Xbox One players will get it first. That's funny. I was thinking about this actually recently, where I remember back in PS2 days, I fucking thought I was the coolest shit because I was a card, car- literally card carrying member of the PlayStation Underground. Whoa. I had an ID badge, Whoa. and they sent me all this cool uh, swag shit. And dude, uh, if, dude, if I was, if I knew you at the time, I thought you would be the fucking coolest kid. On the block, no, listen, so dude, they were even... sending me physical discs in the mail. Because I no. had the modem for PS2, I was playing SOCOM 2 and shit. They gave me, I was in the beta for uh, uh, Ratchet and Clank Up Your Arsenal. Woof. Oh, and I shit. thought I was the most elite ass gamer in the world. I was so cool. I was so above. Sounds like you're and really up your own arsenal. I was. And it, and I, I played it one time. I was like, oh, this sucks because it's a beta. And I was like, I'm never playing this again. 
Oh my god! I'm pretty sure they gave me money too and shit. Like they were, it was a different world back then, man. Yikes! It was a different now, world. Now all you need to do is promise the company that you'll buy their game. You can just download their beta. What I'm saying is, who cares we're at. about a beta anymore? Why do people care? So you can is play it, just, it sooner and have your yeah, hot so you takes. Can play, so you can play the game before it comes out. Duh. Yeah, and then mm. post all your hot takes on Twitter. But it's not even a like. fin- it's not even a finished version of the game though. Yeah, but where we're at nowadays, like betas are pretty close to the final edition. Because beta, the word beta is meaningless anymore. You know yeah, what I mean? They're not saying just, it anymore to say, "Hey, this is this game is in this beta phase here." It's that's not what it means. Usually, betas they, now are just early access. It's another word. Games, for that. Ga- listen, games nowadays are, as far as I'm concerned, always in beta. That's true. Like, games are always in beta. There, there, there's so many games nowadays. Most every AAA game. They get released and then you, it's just patch after patch after patch after patch after patch for like the next three months following games the game as a release. service. Yeah. What about like the games that ship incomplete and then you have the 20 gigabyte fucking day one patch? Oh, oh yeah. It's the, so it's good. the worst. Like, it, it, especially if, if you're like me and you still buy physical media, like fucking I come home and I throw that disc on my PS4 and I fully plan on like it taking 30 minutes yeah. to an hour I just for love me before when I get, I get home and I yeah and I buy a game right and you're like oh I can't wait to bust out Call of Duty 4 Black Ops here we go nope you got to download four or five patches takes half an hour and then if you have data caps too you're like oh shit that's like you know my month now I got to pay $50 to get five more gigs and shit like it's just a terrible experience overall. Yeah, it, I mean it sucks, and but like even even uh, single player games aren't you know aren't exempt from the rule either. I mean, the God of War got a patch like nearly every day for the first few weeks it was out. Yeah, they wanted to like version one point one four or something like that. Yeah, which which is fine. Like uh, fixing the I mean the game wasn't inherently broken. I was going to say they changed gameplay significantly at all. It was no. just slight bugs, and they would never explain what bugs. They would just say fixes some bugs. I think one of them eventually added photo mode, unless that's not in yet. Yeah, that's selfie mode. That is true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because Kratos, he has a smartphone tucked under his belt that he takes out, you know, duck face. Right. No, there's that those those gems on the uh, on the axe are actually cameras. Right. So, you know, there are points in the game where he's like, boy, come here. Selfie. (laughs) Selfie. (laughs) First, let me take this selfie. <laughs> he does, anyway, he does yeah, modern game. game, modern gaming sucks. I missed when I could just throw my fucking disc in the in the hole and it works. Yep, Ugh. yeah, that mm-hmm. that's exactly yeah. what you do. You put them in holes. All right, um, all right. We're gonna transition now to the final pit of our show. Let's talk about our question of the week. Oh, the music isn't going. Crap, music isn't going. All right, we're gonna <laughs> play the music, Robert. Roll. I'm trying. Oh. Get oh, it right. cool. Fubar crashed. There it is. There's the music. Not that you guys can hear it, but... It's not the cool. question of the week anyways, so... I don't know. That's true. It's not question of the week this time. You know what it is? It is improv of the week. What we're going to try and do here is we're going to play a little improv game that I've come up with that uh, hopefully will be fun and we will not crash and burn live on stream. Or in your ears. I, 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 I got my gasoline and lighter fluid Th- ready. This is our beta, guys. We're beta yeah. testing this. this, this <laughs> yeah, is we're our, baiting it. Yeah, yeah. Er, my, my early access. Later. Yeah, early hope, access. Everyone in Twitch chat right now, you're getting early access. Yeah, I hope you pre-ordered episode 51. It's the only way you have access to this, of course. Yes, um, on our Patreon. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. That's a joke. Um, so here's the premise, okay? I am the... Like, I'm head of HR at, uh, at an ice cream shop. Let's call it, like, Frigid Rock Creamery cold rock creamery if you will um cold, and cold we are stone. looking to hire <laughs> yeah we're, we, we can't use copyright we're looking to hire a chief flavor guru 
Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. And uh, Jack and Colin, YouTube submitted your resumes. You're the top two final applicants. And we're, ho we're holding a like a group interview where you two are going head to head. And you two know that it's just you two left. And uh, I'm going to be looking over your resumes. And I'm going to oh, be asking you guys. And we're, group we're in the room together at the same yes, time? Yes, you're both in the room together. Are you going to pick an actual person to hire? Yep, at the end. Oh, shit. It'll be Colin. Okay. Oh, here we go. We'll find out. So, uh, Jack, I looked over your resume. You seem like a very uh, interesting specimen. You've got Hi. a lot of... Hi, how are you doing? Hey. Uh, you got a lot under your belt here. So I just want to start off with a softball question. Uh, what is it that you think you can bring to the table here, to the soft serve table that uh, that no one else can bring? Buds of a god. The buds of a god. Taste buds, that is. Mm, I got flavor. Flavor country all up in my mouth. I, I can I got the inside. I'm a sommelier of the finer <laughs> arts of the ice creams. And so the buds uh, is what I bring. That's a good answer. I don't think I've heard that one before. I appreciate that. Uh, Colin, what about you? You've also got a pretty extensive resume here full of a lot of experience. What can you bring to the table that you think no one else can bring? It, you, you know, I just some, sometimes I just I get the feeling, you know, I got to just got to take the, the little spoon. Stick it in the I don't know what, what what's what's big with the kids nowadays ketchup flavored ice cream. Stick it in there. Put it in my mouth. Rub, rub all of them taste buds. You know, rub the cheese. Mm -hmm. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten taste. Yeah. You know, no, sometimes you just got to go knee deep with it. That does go well with our ketchup and mustard Sunday that we have uh, that we're going to start in the summer. So uh -huh. hopefully, hopefully you'll. Uh, You'll get to see what that's like behind the chair. So, uh, Jack, I've, I've taken a really close look at your resume here, and I noticed that you included a scratch and sniff portion <laughs> to your resume. Yes, absolutely. Uh, can you explain that to me? Can you tell yes. me what's going on? These are my, my secret recipe homemade waffle cones. They're made with the blood and tears of virgins, and so that's mm. the secret ing ingredient. And so well, not so secret anymore. Passed pass down the recipe through the generations. And uh, yeah, scratch it there, and you'll you'll get the secret uh, 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 waffle cone recipe sent. You're welcome, by the way. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> How I, do you I, smell a recipe? Is my question. <laughs> hey, you know, if you can't <laughs> smell the ice cream, Colin, you know then what? maybe we yeah. shouldn't have invited you into this. You know room. what? Yeah, I thought you were qualified. Uh, Listen, uh, you need a leader who can ask questions and is not afraid to stick it to the man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me turn this over to you, Colin. Then I see that you have a history of being a custodian at a giant stadium downtown. How do you think that experience will help you in designing the right flavor for our customers? Well, you know that's that's where I got inspiration from the for the ketchup flavor and the mayonnaise flavor too. That's that's big big with kids nowadays. Also, pregnant women really like the dill pickle ice cream. Oh yeah, racist, but that's fine. <laughs> It's it's a dill pickle ice cream. Sometimes sometimes you know the experience at the stadium just kind of falls through. You smell the hot dogs, you smell you know the hamburgers, the the toppings, and everything else. Sometimes you know you, maybe you throw an onion or two on there. Just it's just what tastes good. It's the vin it's the vinegary taste. It's you gotta sometimes mix the mix, mix the salty with the sweet. You know if you can get me an ice cream sundae that tastes exactly like what that that amazing scene you're describing, you might get the job. Yeah, it might, it might smell a little bit like ball sweat, too, but that's fine. I, I expected that. That's his favorite flavor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack, here's uh, here's a final question for you. What is your favorite color? Answer that first real quick. I'm American, so my favorite color is the color of freedom. Thank you. Okay, perfect. How would you make a flavor based on that color? <laughs> I would detain families at the border. No, I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Mm -hmm. uh, I would uh, I would kill a bald eagle 
I'd rip its beating heart out from its fucking chest. I would suck the <laughs> I would suck the blood out and then I would and then I would uh find a, the nearest uh, Ford F150 and can proceed to do donuts over it screaming God bless this country. Fair enough. That's your question. Yeah, that fit alongside our endangered species collection we've got going on, including panda flavor. That is the exact opposite of patriotic. (laughs) Maybe it's the most patriotic. You might as well just light the flag on fire and fucking stomp on it. (laughs) I love this fucking guy. All right, uh, Colin, final question for you. I see that one of your hobbies includes skydiving. Do you think that you could create a flavor that would perfectly capture that experience? And how so? Oh, man. I mean, I, I think firstly, it would have to be a flavor to where like you just kind of put your spoon in it and it screams <laughs> like it would probably be some sort of Halloween flavor. Maybe something like the Cadbury scream eggs, you know, the, the spoon ah, screams or the ice cream screams. I don't well, know. Ice cream. We all uh, scream. I don't know. For but as soon cream. as you put it in, as soon as you put it in your hole, you're going to scream with how good it is. Motherfucker. It just sounds like John Davis. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that that would also go along with our uh, our auditory ice cream experiences. We have a few that cause you to cry. Actually, do you think you'd be able to back that up? Oh God! I, I mean, I think that would call that romantic comedy. Sure, I cry myself enough. to sleep every night, wishing for the end. I think I'm the perfect. This flavor is called job. the Notebook. Because as you eat it, you just start tearing up. <laughs> it's called, I want it a flavor has... called Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> oh, oh no. It it looks like Rocky Road, but oh. it just tastes like sadness. Um, Every time you eat it, it says "brother." Oh, Ed, Edward. Oh no, <laughs> never stop. Uh, this is a great ice cream shop here in the frigid Rock Creamery. Wow. Yeah. Um. So you know, looking at you two, you're both very experienced. I think you both bring a lot to the table for flavored uh, for our good flavor guru, but Colin. It was an honor to be nominated. <laughs> it was an honor to be nominated. It was an honor to be invited into this room. Be honored. But we're going to have to ask honored. you to hang up your ice cream scoop. Oh, ow. shit. The natural flavor. <laughs> <laughs> was it the F-bomb? I'm sorry about the fucking F-bomb, all right? Oh, all no. Right? We, frankly, you needed more of it. Yeah, uh, it was not ketchup enough. ice cream is exactly. the next big thing. Damn it. I'm going to take this to Heinz, and I'm going to take it to the higher ups, and they're going to love it. They're going to love it, and we're going to sell millions upon millions of bins of ketchup ice cream. With Jesus, great power so comes gross. great responsibility. I humbly accept the offer. Congratulations, Jack. Who you the are, fuck said you got it already? You are, the new, you are the new chief flavor guru of Frigid Rock yes. Creamery. And that does it for us this week on this Hyenas podcast. Um, you know, if you have any questions comments feedback concerns anything you want us to read live on this actually live show uh you can send them to us at tiny at gmail.com if not um you know you can tweet at us you can facebook at us you can gram at us i'm certain to wonder if these all fit um Herbs. you can find yeah you can find all of our social media links on tiny which is where you can also find all of our previous episodes if you're so inclined to check them out let me say something uh, real quick uh, yeah. yeah also uh thank you to everyone watching us on the twitch chat we heart you very hard and yeah, uh, we appreciate Twitch your support, show. and obviously we're growing this out, so bring your friends. We're going to be here every Wednesday at, uh, what is it, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, is that right? For the next and, few weeks, yeah. Yeah, and we're going to be doing it right, we're going to be doing it real, we're going to be doing it live, and and uh, come join us, guys. It's 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 going to be a thing. Well, yeah, shout out it, to the guy in the Twitch chat that said our heads were too big. 
Thanks. I, yeah. defi- I definitely feel you. He's like, Jesus, stop eating your mic. Head's too I haven't big. even I haven't even <laughs> read the comments yet, but it'll be fun so when I good. go back. No, it, it's kind of true, but we're still figuring things out. I'm sure we'll figure something out in terms of uh, so we're not so in your face, quite literally. But that's the best part of the show. Oh yeah, of course. For we sure. need to be bigger. We need to be the console of the three heads. <laughs> we yeah. need to go bigger. We need yeah, to we need, build to, we need All of us need to look like Zordon from Power Rangers. really just like just like this part of our face oh i mean i guess the audio people don't know what i'm saying but literally just like your eyes to the bottom of your mouth that's it yeah no forehead no chin creep that's not creepy at all nope that's it yeah that's great um you know if you enjoyed the show uh you know you can leave us a review on itunes that'd really help us out and more than you know if not uh walk into your nearest uh ice cream shop that rhymes with schmold cone creamery uh, and, and play that last segment out loud on the loudest speakers you have. And or tell don't, everyone, because that place is too expensive. Well, I mean, I didn't say buy the ice cream there. Uh, <laughs> I just said walk in and play the podcast and tell them, hey, that was a tiny disc podcast. Enjoy it. Uh, and also follow it and subscribe and all that Go shit. Breakfast Club style, like hold up the old school like mm-hmm. boom box. Don't you f- forget about us because we're the tiny disc podcast. Although instead of that song, they'll play like our intro song. Bam, oh yeah that, that works Done. too Ta- yeah. wrap it up send it out yep. um hey where can we find you guys online on the internet you can find me colin amano on twitter aka at boo boo underscore underscore five five i'm on instagram at mr cepeda mr dot or no dot underscore c-e-p-e-d-a yeah that's it good there i'll get know. it i'll get it one day like, soon you can't fuck these up anymore because they're above your head on twitch i mean you hey just just watch us on twitch you'll get all the answers there you go first uh and you can find me at Panoptimist, P-I-N-O-P-T-I-M-I-S-T. Thank you so very, very much for listening to the Tiny Disc Podcast. And uh, we'll see you guys next Thursday. You know what really makes me angry? Is that the, all that ice cream I was talking about is real. Listen. Noted. Noted. <laughs>